Hello, dear listener and viewer, and welcome to ABW Live, the original post-match show. Not the best, but we're the original, so we can take 50% of that claim. With me tonight, for half an hour, it's the Femster. All right, mate, how you doing? Good evening, Danny. How are you? Uh, um, all I've had to eat today is six after eights and some some chest Tesco's Choco Pot oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my no, diet. Enough. I saw that when I went to Tesco's this afternoon, that exact same one. And I was like, okay. Don't, don't be fooled, people. <laughs> Buy Tesco's own or whatever. They're, they're half the price and they're just as good. Don't let your kids fool you because they want some useless little toy made in, in China that's full of lead paint. You don't want any of that. Not Look at the state of my hair, fam. There's you looking all quaffered and lovely. My one. You can actually see the hair on the top of my head. That's how bad it is. Jeez. I, I should. I've got my mirror ready to, to, to shave it. I might well do it because, quite frankly, I'm bad enough. I am actually officially Mike Feinberg's love child. Him and Andy had a child, and I am their creation. Um, should we stop talking nonsense and get on with the game? Because it wasn't that fantastic, yeah. was it? Right. Well, it's, yeah. We start with the uh, first note, but lineups, full strength side. Are you surprised? And do you think Arteta is trying to win this game, get this game done after one game? Well, we know the answer to that now, don't we? Yeah, I wasn't surprised. Um, I think the only the Pepe one was a bit surprising because he has been in decent form recently, and I did think he was being rested for this game. But um, mm. the other double take that I had to take just before the game started, I, I was thinking, is Holden really not playing? Because that's a that's always a surprise nowadays if if Rob Holden isn't playing. So um, yeah, we'll see about that. Um, I don't think he had an, an eye on the Man City game at all. Let's be honest. He didn't have a, an eye on the next game. So he, he just went for the strongest team. It seems to be the way that he manages. Once he finds a winning formula, he sticks with it until it's broken. But would you have one eye on the Man City game thinking they've won 18 games in a row and we're not going to win the league? Do you really care? It's a tough one. I'm still not... I still don't... Obviously, I don't see us doing anything in the league, but I think the league form will be linked to our Europa League fortunes. As in, if we continue, if we just give up the ghost in the league, we probably won't win the Europa League either because your confidence can take a, a battering if you keep... If you, so say like we start losing um, heavily to Man City and Leicester, it's, it's going to do nothing for our, our confidence at all, let's be honest. So you do... I mean, if I was in charge, I would still have... A little eye on the next game, but this Thursday Sunday thing. I mean, it's it's it's, it's quite a a tricky one. I, I don't know many Brit English teams in the Europa League that have done anything in a league. To be honest, that that go deep into the Europa League is is very very rare. To be honest, yeah, Wolves Wolves nearly did, and then they they're almost on the verge of uh, bottom half of the table. And at some point this season, they were looking absolutely awful. So. Yeah. yeah, I think the only teams to have ever done much recently is Man United won it a few years ago under Jose. We got to the final. Chelsea won it, I think. Yeah. I don't remember that final. I think I managed to I managed to block that out. So, um, right, let's uh, move on. Anything else you want to say before I move on to some of the notes from during the game? Because um, I've only got four for the first half. <laughs> <laughs> is one of them offside? <laughs> I think they all might be offside, yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, 18th minute, Ceballos, who for me was my man of the match. Um, Saka 
he always gets the man of the match. So I'm giving it to Ceballos. It was magnificent. Ceballos with a great ball down the right wing for Bellerin to run onto. My end key isn't working, so I put to Rue to. Uh, Bellerin low crosses it in front of goal. And Saka almost takes a step back, knowing the, the pecking order of who scores goals at the Arsenal and leaves it for Alba, who puts it slightly wired. That's madness. And there wasn't, I was saying to Femi before we start the show, there's hardly any photographers there, so there are no games. So people, I've been managed to get hold of shitty screen grabs. There you go, Fem. Look at that. Bellerin on the right-hand side. He's put it through. You can see that, that, that Saka stops perfect, his run. Perfect yeah? screen grab there. That was from Twitter. I can't take the claim. The next ones, <laughs> they're all mine. Yeah, but you can see there, people, um, and people uh, not not watching this, you can see um, that the ball is now at the feet of Young. And the next photo, which is another one with they've done it. They've done it in portrait. You you were an animal. Oh, Gunner Chat did that. There you go. Um, and then you can see the goalkeeper laying down as uh, Aubameyang puts it, what, two foot wide? What was your thoughts when that was happening? Did you think, that's it, 1-0? Uh, basically, he thought the same thing. I think he was celebrating before he even hit his foot. Mm-hmm. I think he just t- took his eye off the ball for that split second, lost concentration, and that was enough for him to miss that. That was, uh, I mean, oh, it, do you know what it reminded me of, actually? I, it reminded me of the... Um, the Olympiacos game last season when we uh, we let in the goal and we went straight down the other end and he had a glorious chance to equalise and win the tie for us and he put it wide. It, it kind of reminded me of that, but this was just much, much earlier, wasn't it? So uh, it was just literally, yeah, he, he took his eye off the ball, to be honest. That, that's, that's all you can say, really. We've had a lot of that in recent games. We've had the one after 39 seconds where either him or Saka missed, and then the game before that, Lacazette missed one in the first minute. It's almost like they're not expecting to get the chances to score goals. It's, um, it is quite weird. Um, oh, I mean, considering we don't, we don't make that many clear-cut chances usually, mm-hmm. maybe you're right. Maybe they don't. <laughs> they're not used to having this many. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll go through it, but we had a lot of either clear-cut chances or final balls that could create clear-cut chances that we, we messed up on. So mm, I, yeah, I said in my preview that um, 4-1, I said we smash him and we should have smashed him. We, should, we sure. could have had five or six goals tonight. 26th minute, some great through balls from Odegaard, who was also really good in spells tonight. And Saka, um, great through through balls from Odegaard and Saka and Bellering. I don't know why I put Bellering. I was probably typing in a hurry. Down the right-hand side, Saka had a curling shot from the edge of the box and the keeper saved it. Um, do you remember that bit? Because I don't. Yeah, first shot on target I had down on my yeah. list. Um, I mean, it was a comfortable save for the keeper. We were free. I don't know. We it just looked like we could have scored at any point in the first half an hour, especially. It, it was just like we got comfortable and we were just we were just free flowing and just it, it was just that final ball, final touch. Um, Four backs were bombing forward, no trouble at the back, but we just weren't creating clear cut chances apart from that one for Oba. So yeah, I, I did have that down as first shot of the night. Hmm. Bit of a shame. Just doing a little tweet there, which is uh, you caught me by surprise. All right, my um, if you've got any notes between my numbers, let me know. This next one for me is on the 39th minute. You got anything before that? 
I just got offside in my notes. How many offsides? <laughs> Did you I just mean, get a stamp with offside written and go bang, bang, bang? Yeah, it was absolutely insane. I mean, just the amount of it was like every time it went forward, it was and it was just and the the main thing about this offside was the delaying of the the too many touches on the ball. So when when we have a player who's just ready to go through, you know, he, they delay it for a, a split second offside they delay it for another split second offside or they play one too many passes then the the player that's running in behind so there was clearly a plan to run in behind on them but the execution in terms of the the the, the sharpness and the quickness of the pass it was a little bit lacking and that's why we were caught offside so many times and when we couldn't have any complaints about any of the offsides it wasn't like they were close they were just definite offsides. i've never seen so many offsides in a game before, to be honest. I think somebody put in the chat, uh, Michael in Sweden put, we had 10 offsides. 10 offsides, wow. there you go. <laughs> Crazy. And my next note is the penultimate one for the first half, 39th minute, more brilliant twisting and turning, passing from Odegaard. Uh, at times during the game, did you see similarities between Odegaard and, and Ozil? where it almost seems like they were thinking a couple of moves ahead and, and everybody else really wasn't on their level because they were they were it, it, so much good stuff and it almost looked like he was getting frustrated at points. Did you see that or did I imagine it? Yeah, he. I mean, they, I was watching the BT highlights and Martin Keon was highlighting his movement in terms of he was always available in space. There was so much space for, for him in the middle and he mm. just wasn't getting a ball at all he, he just was not receiving the passes so it was a i mean it in terms of similarity i saw a lot of people you know saying that tweeting that but for me there was a couple of differences which was i saw him put in a couple of slide tackles that he won the ball cleanly that was one and then i saw him um the closing down as well is is another thing and the tracking back i think those are those are two things that you know, probably uh, Mikel Arteta is looking for in a in a number ten that he was he was kind of given tonight. I, I thought he was absolutely excellent tonight. To be honest with you, he was, and you can see that as he um as he gets more, how can I play match fitness, match sharpness. He hasn't played much this season. That he's going to be you know some player, and the fact that he's already starting is quite a surprise to me. And the fact that we're already building around him is quite a surprise as well. But um, yeah, he just didn't receive the ball in the, when he had spaces. Um, as Paul is saying, Paul Alvis is saying the passing was just too slow. You know, just get it to him, and you can see the magic when he's when he has the ball at his feet. Like you're saying, that that sort of number ten look forward. He's always looking forward, looking to play the ball in behind. It's just perfect. <laughs> um, would you agree that, that probably our two best players on the pitch tonight, creativity-wise, were the two Real Madrid boys, Ceballos and uh, and Odegaard? Because I thought they were fantastic. It just uh, sometimes during that game, I thought, well, maybe we should buy um, Ceballos because they've said twenty-three million, and yeah. he's uh, 
I think it depends on who he's playing with. And Jack and was really doing a good job tonight, leaving it free for Tobias to go and do what he does, to go and do everything on the pitch. The only thing Tobias doesn't do for me enough is, uh, is, is score enough goals. But he was getting, at one point in the second half, he slid in, got the ball, got up and ran off with it again. And yeah, sometimes <laughs> during the game, yeah, he was he was doing. Well, let's finish off the first half because we're already talking about the second half. See, people, in twelve minutes we finished the first half. I don't remember this bit because I wasn't looking. Forty fifth minute, Jacker's brain farts. So Bios saves us again. What happened? Yeah, I just tweeted the Jacker special. That's all I tweeted. <laughs> a Jacker's. Yeah, this was a speciality of 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 Granite Jacker, especially under Emery. At least, and I used to make a note of it. And I used to call it the Jacker special. At least one every single game, he would give the ball away and put us in deep trouble. This was just a crazy suicide pass. I would say just a, a pass right across the ball. Not not a normal you know, hit it across the ground type pass, a pass that was floated for the um, opposition players to just come in and, and steal the ball. And to be fair, it was a good block that got him out of trouble. But yeah, he, he should he should buy whoever that was a drink tonight, to be fair. That, that bailed him <laughs> out. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. I think that is the, the first half done. I'm going to have a look at my little photos and see if I've got anything. I've got some that I don't know where they're from. There you go. There's that one. I don't know what point of the game that was. Cedric, I was very impressed with Cedric again. Do you think that now yeah. that um, Tierney's back, that Cedric is going to go right back, or do you think that he's um, but, uh, Arteta's going to keep his his compatriot at right back? It's funny, isn't it? When he came off, we seemed to lose something, didn't we? We lost. Yeah. I don't know if it's the whole the way the game was going, but when he came off, we seemed to lose a bit of a bit of impetus. Um, he he's done really well at left back. Um, let's not make any I mean if you think about back to I don't know October times people were saying why did we sign Cedric you know <laughs> that that's literally what everyone was saying why did we sign Cedric what's the point of say it wasn't to be honest he, I don't know if I'll probably go back and look at my book at some point but he wasn't even making the squad the whole Premier League squad for most of the season and you know to come in and to start literally game after game after game you know, he's he's made one or two mistakes, but nothing glaring, to be honest. So, you know, he he can he can feel that he did a good job tonight, to be honest. I think it was in that turning point of the season when Arteta decided, right, Smith Rowe, you're playing regularly, and uh, Cedric is um, he's born in Germany. Did you know that? Definitely did not know that. Singen. S-I-N-G-E-N, but he's played 33 games for Portugal. Just going to go and have a look at his stats for this season. Um, right, so uh, half-time, I've put 49th minute, offside again. Great run from Saka, ESR offside. 51st minute, another great chance for Saka, scuffs it wide. Um, yeah. He's allowed to make these mistakes, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's barely out of nappies. In, it's his 10th goal of the season. I don't want to spoil us, anyone. He scores later in the game, but 10th goal in the season. Let's go. That, that chance that he missed, I mean, his movement, his body shape, everything. I just saw Raheem Sterling. <laughs> I don't know if it was just me, just the way he, he dummied the ball before he scoffed it wide. I just I just pictured Raheem Sterling all in a movement. You know, he's he's a very talented, yeah, yeah, very talented player. And um, yeah, just just... I mean, if you're well, we get to the goal, but 10 goals in a season. I mean, when last did we have a midfielder wide player 
get that oh, tally. That was while. always the thing, wasn't it? Last season and the season before, they were always going, oh, entire midfield has scored three goals between them. Yeah. Looking back at Cedric, um, the first 18 games of the season, he played one five-minute bit against Southampton, and I think he uh, he came on. And then from the 19th game onwards, he's played 90, 90, 90, 65, 90. And we've only lost two of those games, both times by one goal, Villa and Wolves, which we should have, um, I say should have, are we allowed to say we should have won both of those games? I think we were allowed to say that. So not us being bitter. Um, the, the penalty, uh, 52nd minute penalty, Emil Smith-Rowe leans away and uh, from the block and it goes almost like it travels up his leg, up his body and hits his arm and then it goes off um, out of play. Do you think that was a penalty? Do you think that was a little bit harsh? Yeah, they did this, is where the, this is where the, uh, this handball rule is so weird because in the Premier League a couple of weeks ago, the Aston Villa player literally blocked the ball from going into the net. And they took about two minutes to look at this and they said, oh, well, the boy, the ball came off, like brushed his thigh and hit <laughs> his hand. It literally just brushed his thigh, hit his hand, so it's uh, not a handball. And then you see something like this. First of all, like our part in this was pretty poor, to be honest. Giving away the corner, first of all, was needless. We, you know, we had control of the ball. Emil Smith Rowe probably would be disappointed that he gave away the corner. And then from the corner, we just fell right asleep on the short corner. Like, I mean, you could see what the routine that they were trying to do, but they caught us napping on that short corner. That was uh, Smith Rowe and I think uh, Cedric, if I'm not mistaken, just fell asleep. But um, I, I don't know. It, it's, it, he turned away from it again. That's another mistake. But for me, I thought it hit his chest and went onto his arm, but hmm. it was always going to be given, to be honest, especially when you're playing in Europe it, with with the handball rule, the way it is, you're always going to give away a penalty for that. But we, we made a lot of a lot of mistakes leading up to that penalty. Yes, I'm just seeing if anyone's put anything in uh oh, Archangel. Arc Arch Arc. Which one Arch. is it? Arch Archangel. Archangel. Yeah, not Arch Angle. <laughs> I'm terrible with words. Nailed on penalty. Um, oh, there's someone. Uh, Jashar says, evening, fellas. Big up yourselves. Thank you very much. I am big and I'm up. So you are completely correct. Uh, Matt Roberts, offside and wide was the name of the game. Oh, that's just other stuff. <laughs> um, here you go. Question from Sai. Sai and Resh, he's a bit of a cheeky monkey. He always comes in with these little things. He says, uh, should Arteta be fined each time he brings on William? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not really... I don't know. I don't really want to talk about that, that topic anyway. It's just... <laughs> it's not, I think it's becoming like a... Um, this is now a um, Arteta versus the fans things with this William thing. I think if we're if you're like being honest, you know, I don't even want to. I don't want to go into it too much. But if you're being honest, you've got a player that's on a certain amount of money and on a long contract. You cannot just bin him off, can you? Let's be honest. You can't just say, "Oh well, there's no, there's no what is it, Carabao Cup games to play him. There's no, you know, FA Cup. You know, he has to play at some point. You know, you can't just write off that much money. Unfortunately. It's just the way football is. It's a business at the end of the day as well. 
sadly true. David Keith is asking about the uh, the Odegaard pass to Zaka. We talked about that. That was uh, it was almost in slow motion. It was Matrix esque. That's fantastic. Oh, Rudy's here. Rudy has got a quote from us. Saka, we had a lot of chances. We're frustrated and we felt like we dominated the whole game. They got a lucky penalty and I thought we could have gone on to win it. Well, coming from Saka, that's, that's a bit cheeky because if you'd have uh, taken a little bit more time and uh, you could have had a hat trick tonight because they were ru- rubbish. Does it give you plenty of confidence for the, the second away leg where. Uh, where we should smash them because we know what their game is now. We know that the number of times I'm always amazed with Saka how often he and, and Tierney they'll run down those wings and every time they'll turn their man and cut inside. It's like they've never watched Arsenal play before. It's just they're so good and having Tierney back that just warmed the cockles of my heart. I was every time he got and someone went near him went no no please don't touch him. It's quite weird, isn't it? Last week we were worried that his his leg had fallen off because all they kept saying was he's got he's got a lower leg injury. We don't know what the problem is, and then today he's just just sprung back to life and back on the pitch. Um, I don't know. We had a lot of chances. I, I think it's it's quite a weird one because I, we we should have won that. You know, Oba should have had a hat trick if we're being honest with ourselves. Yeah. He should have had another hat trick tonight. He had a hat trick of misses to be honest with you like clear-cut misses dragging it wide things that he would usually just just put away and i think also if you look at when you're talking about um when saka's talking about um missing a lot of chances and and for the second leg we have to be very careful you know because we're not playing the second leg at home at the end of the day you know, know it's, it is yet? it's in athens in greece I thought that so, might have been called off because they're under six feet of snow or they're now added to the, the, the death list or whatever. No, no, no. They, I, think, I think they worked something out. But, yeah, we, we, we're not exactly playing a home leg. So the only difference is the away goals count. So if we let in an early goal, we're up against it, to be honest. So it's about playing exactly the same. If you have, I mean, if you play the same again if, next week, you're going to beat these, to be honest with you. You're yeah. going to win. You're not going to miss that many chances again. Let's put it like that. Well, it's uh, it's like most things in life. If you do something straight after doing it the first time, then uh, whatever it is, you tend to go, oh, well, I remember my mistakes from that. That's the good thing about playing in uh, in Europe and only having the games. Uh, are they, is it the week after next or is it next week? I'm never sure. Next week, straight away. Oh, We're back in. Yeah. Back I wasn't sure I'm not sure if they're doing what the Champions League do, where you play every other week. No. David no O, what do you think? Who do you think risk? this result benefits the most, Arsenal or Benfica? I think Benfica will be the happier of the two teams tonight because they got absolutely roasted tonight. Everything that they did just played into our hands. So it's just a perfect result for them not losing the game because they should have lost minimum 3-1 tonight. If you're, if, if, I mean, let's, put, let's, let's reverse the game. If you're a... If Arsenal played like Benfica played, would you have been happy if they gave up that many chances? We would be no. screaming our, and tearing our whatever's left of our hair out, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very true. And that's no good for anybody. It's not doing anyone any favours for that with us. Um, right. Uh, got a question here for Arjit. Is, are you laying in bed when you took that photo? That looks like you've got a pillow behind you. <laughs> he's, he's having he's having a lazy afternoon having a photo. It's a nice for you to join us. Oh, Carlito is here. 
Um, surprised there was no rotation in the second game in five days. Yeah, did you expect a little bit of rotation? Because I did. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Like I said, I think once he finds a winning formula, he. I think we definitely have to look at the minutes Smith Rowe and Saka are getting at some point. Um, yeah, we we just have to, to be honest. It's just. But he can't do full strength v Leeds, full strength today, full strength v City, full strength next week, and then again v Leicester. You can't Leicester. do six games like that, can you? But sooner no, or later, he's. So, what do you think is going to happen? I think Smith Rowe will get a rest. I think Tierney will come in um, on Sunday, and I guarantee you there will not be many changes apart from that. I can't see. Uh, maybe Holding will come in, mm, but then I don't know. It's it's it depends what you think you're going to get from the City game. If, if you're going into the game just thinking damage limitation, then I don't know. Then you you. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'd play holding against those quick city players because he does struggle against that. So mm. let's see. I think he'll keep the back four the same, but bring Tierney in, and then um, yeah, we'll see. Ruzi's just saying that Danny was our best player tonight, and Odegaard faded. Yeah, he did look a little bit faded. Talking about players faded, a uh, Smith Rowe. He really didn't look on it uh, all all night, did he? And when he brought on Tyranny, he kind of drudged into the or walked into the middle of the field and was trying to play there a little bit. But what things like that is what makes people angry with Arteta. Smith Rowe should have come off. Uh, maybe even at half time, you could see that the poor kid has played so much football. You've gone playing no um, first team football for ages, and you come in and you're playing nearly every single game since the Chelsea game. That's that's gonna that's gonna annoy people, isn't it? Yeah, he. I mean, we just have to watch the minutes um, that they're getting. But at the end of the day, I mean, they get all the data of you know they can probably monitor how many. I mean, they monitor everything with these players, how many sprints they make, how their sprints go down in the game. But, I mean, that's that's a wider topic, isn't it, for the Arteta substitutions and the, the timings of them. I thought that the timings of the substitutions today were mm. absolutely terrible. Well, they just, too late for the first yeah, time. Yeah, they were way too late. And the, the subs just killed the momentum of the game, if we're being honest. Um it's not that he even... I mean, usually he brings on the wrong players, but today I thought the timing of the subs were not <laughs> especially very good. Look at Archangels, but luckily he rested. Luckily he rested Pepe and Martinelli against Leeds. So they could get 20 minutes in this game. Rudy's come up with another quote. I feel like I'm improving every game. This is Saka. I'm listening to the coach and the experience around me. I'm happy with the goal. It was a good finish. 19 years oh. old he's 19 and he's just he's getting better every game so I, I mean the goal was um we haven't even spoken about the goal it was um I've been special away, special I? pass right. by um just <laughs> move on to it yeah, yeah uh, no, it's a special pass six. by um God. by um by Erdegaard wasn't it um in behind the oh it was Erdegaard it was a, a oh, that, that was I put magnificent long ball down to Cedric, who pinpoint crossed it through. A few Benfica players for Saka to score. Great goal. Don't know who did the initial pass. So there you go. It was Erdegaard um, played it in behind. I mean, that's a Ozil pass, isn't it? Right onto the runner's feet, right to where he's running. Absolutely pinpoint. All the runner had to do was just one touch into the box and a one touch finish. That is a Man City goal, if you ever see one. 
<laughs> that's the types of goals that that Raheem Sterling just lives on against us, especially where you just see him running from the the, the other side and tapping the ball into the back of the net. So, you know, shout out to uh, Martin Odegaard for the pass. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. He is magnificent, and uh, it's. I think at first, people, some people might have thought that he isn't going to. Um, that it might take him longer than it has to to get in because he had a couple of games to sub, but then he, when he, the game he started, it wasn't fantastic. But tonight, it, it really has shown what what he's capable of. Rudy's pert. Arsenal have lost seven of the last eight home games in the first knockout rounds of the last eight of European seasons. Stuffing to be worried. <laughs> well, oh, well, I was going to say that's Champions League, but we've been out of the Champions League for a while, so that is a bit. I mean, losing to um, oh, who did we? Who's that random one that we lost? Ersters, uh, Ersterson, whatever oh, they were called. Ersterson, yeah, we lost at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost to Olympiakos. But we, did, we had already qualified by then, and so it was a bit yeah, of a dead rubber. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got um, another quote from Rudy from Obama Young. We deserve better, and I should have scored a couple of goals today, but still one game to go. We keep going. Well done, Bukayo. Excellent. He should have scored. He, he should have scored more than one. He should have scored more than one. Definitely the, the two that he had. I mean, that's... Oh, should have should be put in that way. You know, let's hope we don't regret that, to be honest. Um, someone said that his head dropped and he was useless after that. I don't know if he was useless, per se. I think he... he um, I, I would have taken him off earlier than we did because he didn't look... Um, as sharp as he usually does, but you know he, he's he's just come back. He's played a lot of games. Hmm. Yes, I agree. We've got eleven people watching on Twitch. If you are on Twitch, give us a little wave. We'll highlight your message. And if you have Amazon Prime, don't donate us any money. We don't want that. There's, life is hard enough as it is. But at Amazon Prime, if you don't give it away, at the end of the month it goes away. And then you get another one, and then you can waste that as well. So if anybody can, then uh, that's lovely. Actually, I should go and check our um, our feed and see if anybody has, has done one. Because uh, oh yes, someone has. Jester Shepherd has subscribed for nine months in a row. I don't know who you are, but thank you very much. If you're in the chat, say hello. Uh, Nishan is uh, giving us the middle finger and the laughing face. What are you eating there, Nishan? God, don't. I've already said what I've had to eat today. Very little. Uh, right, let's move on because I'm, I'm waffling again. You need to keep on me. Fam. If I start waffling, shout at me. Right, 63rd minute, Tyranny on for Cedric. ESR gone into the middle and Tyranny playing further up on the left. Uh, anything to say about that? No, uh, it's good to see Tyranny back. Um, we're going to need him. Let's, let's try and manage his minutes now, not just... Mm-hmm. I think now that you've got an option with Cedric, Let's try and manage between the three of them. I mean, we've only got three fullbacks now, to be fair. Between <laughs> the three of them. Yeah, just try and rotate um, rotate them in and out. Don't, we don't need to keep flogging our players with minutes, yeah. to be honest. We need to just w- watch how many games they're playing. And then considering that in a few weeks, um, Taney's going off with Scotland, where I'm sure he'll be playing... 90 90 minutes no matter what because he always does so we've got to start watching that you know you've got cedric who's not really in an international squad and you've got um uh hector who's in and out of the spain squad so they'll they'll get rest that week so got many minutes 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you think about the ref tonight? I've got a picture here for people what listening at home and on the bus and on the toilet or in the shower. It's uh, when the referee was, made, was waiting for the uh, the VAR to come and say whether the second goal was offside or not. He stood there quietly, a Turkish bloke, lovely shaven head. That's a lesson to us all. And Aubameyang just waited there patiently. I thought I thought the referee had a, quite a good game, apart from maybe the, the giving the penalty against Smith Rowe. But apart from that, I thought he had a really good game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was nothing. Mm, no, nah, there was nothing that, that I could complain about. I mean, there was a couple of fouls that I thought weren't fouls, you know, in the middle of the park, though. So can't really well, say Jack much about fine, that. Didn't he? And he got well, away with Jack it. I was lucky that he didn't get a yellow <laughs> card with one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so he should, should go and give the ref a, one of those little high fives at the end yeah. of the game. <laughs> Cheers, boss. Uh, right. Uh, 66, another good chance for Aubameyang. 68. Yeah. Sabayos tracking back, slid in, got the ball, got up. Passed it away. He has been brilliant tonight. Anything on the oh, and seventy-four, another chance for Aubameyang. So there you go. Yeah. There was two chances yeah. in eight minutes then, for him. And then he went off straight after that. To be fair, I thought, yeah, that chance after that, I said, oh, oh just take him off. It's just not going to be his night. You just know sometimes when it's not a player's night. <laughs> yeah, and that's the uh, yeah, that the, was. Mate, look, I mean, look at his, his balance was off, isn't he? He's got a bloke pulling his right arm for people not looking yeah. at the picture. His left leg looks like he's, I don't know, he looks like he's doing a hop, skip and a jump. His left leg's out at an angle and his foot's twisted. He's in the air. And if, if both feet off the floor and the other bloke's touching him, that is going to affect your centre of balance and your ability to place the ball where you want. If that right foot would have been planted, maybe he'd have had a better chance. But that bloke coming in from the right number four, he, he, had, he wasn't going to let him do anything, was he? No, no, not at all. Um, next point is Pepe on for Aubameyang, Martinelli on for Smith Rowe. I've done another screen grab for that one. There we go. Uh, Pepe was when he was warming up. Pepe had his head down. I thought, oh, not a head down game from Pepe. But then he lifted his head up and he looked quite up for it. But Martinelli has now played seven games and not scored a single goal this season. I think he's only had one start. But are you beginning to worry about Martinelli? About the number of minutes he's not been getting, and when he does get them, he's not really—he's not the same having the same chances he did last season, is he? Yes, I'm very worried. I'm not happy mm. with the amount of minutes he's not getting. I, I mm. said this when William came out on um, came on against Leeds. I thought that's a perfect game for him to play, and obviously he's he's come back from injury. He needs minutes to get back to where he was. I'm I'm not worried about him, the player. I'm just worried about the amount of game time that he's getting. And I just keep looking at so many players in our squad and I'm thinking the game time is not there for them at all. I can't remember the last time Eddie played. Uh, Reese Nelson, even when we've got... Uh, how many do we have on the bench today? More than nine? Or nine? More I, than everybody. Nine. Yeah, and I think he's Martin Keown's on the bench as well. It's so <laughs> yeah, many. And, and, and he's still going to get on the bench. So that says, yeah. that says a lot, doesn't it? So, Shame. I really do like Nelson. He's brilliant. Yeah, so where you've got where you've got now, you know, and, and that's considering how many players we let, we let at least four, if not five. No, yeah, five go in January as well. So that shows the, 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 the task of balancing this squad is, is going to be. So... You know, we have to get Martinelli the minutes because you have to see him as the future. 
I, I don't want to be thinking about selling Martinelli next season or anything like that. So mm. we need to get him the minutes to to build back up his confidence, really. Quote from Rudy on Arteta on whether he th- on whether this is a missed opportunity for Arsenal. Arteta said, "I think we were very dominant. We created some big chances, and in Europe, when you have that away from home, you have you have to be more ruthless." Uh, agreed completely. We won't. I'll be honest with you. We will not play an easier away game. They are rubbish. <laughs> than 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 we played tonight. I mean, they let us have. They let us. Not only did they let us have the ball, they let us have so much space in behind. If we could get the the passes right, you're not going to get many teams that are going to let you have that. Although saying that, I'm looking at the um the other results tonight. There, there was tons of away goals, wasn't there? About sixty goals in all games. And Rangers yeah, was yeah. Did the Rangers win four three in the last minute of a penalty. Did they win? I, I saw when it was three three. Um, yeah, so there's so that means teams are giving up chances in that case, but yeah, obviously, yeah, it's gonna get tighter the, the longer the I mean, let's 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 just try and get through the tie. That's mm. that's my thing. However, you go through, just make sure you go through, don't don't slip up in the next leg and regret all these chances that you missed tonight. Okay, right, the um, next one is uh, tyranny and Pepe working well down the left. Pepe almost kept it in. That was, uh, I think, that had been another really good chance. We could see Pepe hadn't was he maybe wasn't warmed up, wasn't ready, whatever it was. He uh, ran down to the touchline after some great work by Martinelli yet uh, uh, Tierney yet again, and then it just it was maybe half a second out of keeping it in and then putting crossing it into the box. Was anybody waiting there? I can't remember. Um, no, I, I just saw him run the ball out and thought at that point, I was like, okay, this game is just, <laughs> they weren't doing anything at this point. <laughs> so it, it was, it was just petering out and you just knew it was going to be a draw up by that point, to be honest. And there you go, people. That was the game. There was, William came on in the very last, what, he got about, there's four minutes of extra time, injury time. And so he got about five minutes. Wasn't enough time for him to do nothing. But he did look energetic when he ran on. He ran on and then ran up to somebody <laughs> and uh, looked like William, a small kid and running up to an ice cream well. van. Here you are. Yeah. El Nenny came on as well. So a uh, nice little appearance bonus for the two of them. Yes, and have seen if... Uh... Uh, I've not seen if anyone's put anything in there. Worth, uh, oh, here we go. Formerly knows uh, Arteta hasn't has learnt the art of substitution from substitutions from Arson. That's uh, just a little bit. Of time. Uh, Sixty-eight to seventy minutes. That was the magic moments, wasn't yeah, it? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've we've been going thirty-eight minutes is one of the quickest ones of the season. Um, your overall thoughts on the game and what you think the, the return leg is going to be. Over thoughts, let's not regret anything that happened tonight. Um, it's good to it's good to have a, a an European away performance that we were completely comfortable, completely dominant. So let's let's just hope that we don't regret the missed chances and just just put them to bed in the second leg. I I, I can't see them improving anymore, but it's still that thing of it not being at our home ground, still 
kind of worries me. You know, it, it's always in the back of my mind that it's not really a home tie at the end of the day, is it? It's only home tie because of the away goals. You know, we're playing in a, a stadium that's foreign to us, a stadium that we we <laughs> we've done well and badly in. To be honest, the, the Olympiacos. I, I don't know if it's a new stadium, but if it's the same one that I mean, we played in the Champions League there every single year. We played Olympiacos, I mean, it was always the dead rubber game that Wenger would rest all the players and would lose the game. If always. you're ever in a pub and you see some bloke come up to you and say, "I used to play for the Arsenal," you automatically assume if he played one game, was it Olympiacos or away? Was it? Because <laughs> <laughs> there must be about fifty players that. Are, yeah, I really wonder there. what. How they came to the decision to play in that stadium in Greece. I, I'd love to know where that, where how randomly they picked. This You're asking for Greek logic stadium. there from UEFA. I don't think you'll find any logic in UEFA. Much like asking the FA for any kind of logical decisions, there are none. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So confident for the second leg, I am. I think we we'll learn yeah. from the lessons from this and smash them. Maybe four nil. They got they were lucky to get a penalty. I'm saying four nil second leg. Yeah, I mean, let's see. I'd put, I'd probably, maybe think about playing holding because their only threat was from set pieces, and he's he's, he's quite air. good. Yeah, he's quite yeah. good in the year. So I'd I'd find probably find a way to get him in the team for the next leg. Lovely, right? Thank you very much to everybody in the chat box for joining us today. You have all been spectacular. Every single one of you, apart from Mister Waffles, has been a cheeky monkey, and I think he might be joining us for one of the the preview shows. So, if you'd like to be involved in that, and you think you've got what it takes, and you're not sat on the bus on the phone, and you've actually got a, a, a headset and a, maybe a webcam, but there again, Richard does all of his on his phone, and he's his, his per quality are perfect. So maybe I shouldn't be phonist. Maybe I should say to do whatever you want. Anyway, let us know. We might get you on. It's only fifteen minutes. You don't have to be any good. I mean, we let Chris on, and he's no good. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> and thank you very much to you, Femi, for coming to join us. It's been a while since you've been on. Um, but yes, normally yes. we do the shows. You've got the little uh, the little ones running around causing chaos, and uh, yeah, you they don't want to hear that. This, this school stuff when they go back to school life will be easier <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully only, only another few weeks same with Richard if you're wondering where Richard has been he, he's, he's got a couple of little ones as well so uh, oh look here he is Mr Holofrond if uh, just go go on the YouTube and look for LWO Radio LWO Radio you'll see Jeff doing magic he's magical uh, miss you Jeff I say that I was talking to him on WhatsApp today and yesterday and the day before uh, what better way to end the show from formerly Noza Carpenter out I think Carpenter is out uh, not, have you seen him in the chat ever recently he, <laughs> I think he's 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 gone full Bermuda Triangle and I don't just mean the song anyway I'm waffling Femi say goodnight to the listeners Good night. all take care as soon as I scored that goal I was fucking livid splendid business get down dog